Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 161 of Game Time with Manny. As always, I am here with Matt. Take two. Take, Take two. two on this <laughs> podcast. We tried doing it with uh, video, and as usual, it exploded. Almost immediately. Which almost is, immediately. Which is nice that it does it almost immediately. So it just, we're just like, you know what? We're a minute in. Let's just restart. So you yeah. guys will never know how that first one started. Yeah, I know. So much differently than this one. <laughs> uh yeah so we're just gonna get right into the news uh-huh. now, uh because i no more banter i can't do it again <laughs> uh yeah so you talked about the first one last time but uh amy hennig's working at skydance new media and they are working on a marvel game uh yeah amy hennig of you know uncharted uh the first three the trilogy um uh, yeah, I think it'd be really cool if they if like a new Marvel game comes out in the style of an Uncharted, where it's you know just like a you know a ten hour uh, linear experience. Um, so she hasn't like put out anything since Uncharted Three, right? Because she was working on that Star Wars Visceral game that got uh, canned after like a decade. Uh, yeah, I'd have to look, and I don't think she's really done anything. No, because she was definitely working at Visceral, and they got. I guess killed. she worked on uh, Battlefield Hardline. Wow. And she's involved in Forspoken, the world's finest storytelling, and Battlefield Hardline from Amy Hennig. Uh, it's just saying writer, so not like a director or creative director. So writer for Battlefield Hardline and Forspoken. But. Okay, I mean, Forspoken, that is a more story-based thing than Battlefield Hardline. So sure. I guess I will. Uh... But was that the one with the, the police? Yes, it was the one that takes place in like Louisiana or something. Hmm. Uh, that did not do well. No, I don't think it did. No. So, yeah, I don't know. I just like that's cool that this game is coming out. Like I would mm-hmm. play an adventure game style, uh, you know, globe trotting Marvel adventure or whatever this is. But like I would uh, rather it be like, let, let's just pick one character and go with it. I mean, but that's not how comic books work, really. So I don't know that that uh, that's I mean, like be how this goes. I mean, that's what they did for Spider-Man. I mean, yeah, but there's a shitload of other characters in that game. Uh, but yeah, I'm saying like, but like the the primary focus was just Spider Man. Yeah, but now there's two Spider Mans. Well, yeah, but that's that's you got to build up to that. You, you know, I don't want. I'd rather they just like start with one and have it be the primary focus. Like maybe yeah. do like like a Daredevil, just like focus on Daredevil in the first one. I mean, I get yeah, that could work, but I just feel like Marvel doesn't want that kind of thing really outside of like. I mean, I guess the Wolverine game is kind of. I was going to say, well. like, but we don't know anything about that. It could be an X Men game, and, and I, we don't really know. So. Oh, I think it's called The Wolverine, so I don't think that's true. But it could still have a lot of X Men in it. I mean, I guess. He's in Canada, though, so I would assume that that's not the case. I, I would assume it's also just going to be about Wolverine, but I'm saying, like, we. The only thing we really know is that teaser trailer that told us nothing. That is true. So. Uh, yeah, so, like, I, I don't know. I can't be excited about this until they, like, actually show something from it, I think. Uh, well, yeah, because, like, her last project, you know, just got destroyed in spectacular fashion, so. Yeah. Who knows? Like, who knows? We know nothing about this, and it could just never come out, so. Mm-hmm. Um, 
this one I just thought was weird. Uh, a fan is making a Bloodborne remake. Yeah, they had put out a trailer for this uh, a long time ago, uh, just to like dick around, and people thought it was really cool. And it will actually be coming out uh, January thirty first. But what I think is weird about this is one that he's not getting sued, and two that like it's not i guess it's like not really clear like it's probably not the whole game which i think is what people are expecting it to be at this point and that i think with any fan project you need to keep your your hopes at uh you know just just keep them in check i would say uh yeah i mean with the exception of that bionicle game that lego let the guy make that looks like better than most triple a titles but uh sure yeah, I mean, it, it's cool. I think it's an interesting thing, but I don't know that, like... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not really very interested in that because I was not very interested in Bloodborne in the first place. But, like, this... People just want a fucking HD remaster of Bloodborne, and they will uh, they will take any Bloodborne content they can get at this point, I guess. So Yeah, but you could play this and uh, get 60 FPS. Huh, so. I know, that is true. Uh, that is... That is better than what Bloodborne has to offer. So, but I mean, the graphics are also like a PS One game. So, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. That's an interesting thing. Like, good for him for going through and making it. I think I think that's neat when people put in that much dedication. Yeah, I just don't fully understand why, but you know, I I don't think I have to. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't think I don't think there's really a game that I would. Is there anything that you would play like a demake of? Uh, I mean, like literally anything, because really? most of the time I think that that aesthetic is better than modern aesthetics. The PS One. Yeah, I mean, like if you're gonna go through the effort to like make uh, everything like super jaggy and polygonal like that, like, I think that's really neat. Mm-hmm. And games do it well now. Like a, a ton of indie games are doing that, and that's like where a lot of people are nostalgic for at the moment. So. I guess I, I don't know. To me, I think it's weird, and I think that's like the toughest to go back to. I would rather look at like two D sprites and PS One. I mean, I I would too, but like in this case, it just looks like a PS One game. But well, it looks like a modern game that was like derezzed as opposed to a game that came out back then. Like right. the PS One graphics were way better than anything the N sixty four had. Like the N sixty four just looks like dog shit now like i would never play something that's like hey you have the draw distance of a foot and it looks like someone smeared vaseline on your tv whereas like the playstation one did not really have that problem in the same extent that the n64 did so and that was was that more just the technology of a disc versus a cartridge uh yeah and just the the horsepower of the n64 was Mm. not as as good so but but it had 64 bits sure did it sure did i don't even know what that means to be honest yeah i do but oh, we don't we don't, to, no. we don't need to get into that on this podcast <laughs> uh the next one here is uh i did not see literally anything about this so oh, that, really? yeah red dead is apparently got a rumored remaster uh yeah i i read it from a different couple different places it's is it red dead redemption or red dead revolver uh, it's the it's the first Red, Red Dead Redemption. Uh, so okay, because that's the second game in that series, so that seems weird. Uh, yeah, but I mean, like it, like if you just Google it, I mean, game Games Radar, GameSpot has a, an article, Screen Rant. There's there's a number of uh, you know 
articles out there. That seems bizarre, because if they were just remastering the PS2 GTA games, why wouldn't they remaster the PS2 Red Dead game? Um, hmm. I, I don't know. Okay. I I mean, like, are people nostalgic for that, though? Because, like, that wasn't even... Uh, no, but who the fuck is nostalgic for Red Dead Redemption? Like, the, you can basically play it as a remaster on a Series S. Or, like, on an Xbox One X. I PlayStation players? I don't know. I, I guess. I mean, but you could I, also just... Uh, yeah, that's bizarre. I, they should just put I, I out guess. a fucking PC version of that game instead. Like, I don't want... I think the the rumor is that it would come to PC as well. I don't know. I didn't. Oh, okay. I didn't really. I didn't read into it too much because I didn't care. So. Yeah. I, yeah. I, did, I mean, any all the websites I go to, I did not see this. So that's bizarre to me. Mm. I would I, not like that. But I mean, like a lot of people would say, Red Dead Redemption is you know one of the best games or the best game of that generation. Mm-hmm. I think you and I would disagree on that, but like you know, people would say that. Yeah. When is the Red Dead Redemption Two remaster? Oh, uh, that that'll be in like 2025, so they can really just kind of get all the money from everyone. Cool, cool. That's bizarre. Uh, this next one, I just it, the the it made me laugh. The the title. Mm-hmm. So uh, basically, Greg Miller of Kind of Funny, he has a lot of free time right now because he's uh, on a paternity leave because his wife just had a child. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he just kind of complained to Bugsnacks, uh, that, uh, the, the developers of Bugsnacks, that you know they have new DLC coming out, but uh, uh, there were no new trophies. Uh, so then like, you know, a lot of articles started coming out about how, uh, you know, like how you know, he basically got uh, trophies added to uh, Bugsnacks. And then like the one that made me laugh the hardest was uh, this was from Game Informer that just said, father of newborn child uses free time to get trophies added to Bugsnacks DLC. Still doesn't have a Peace Walker Platinum. Okay, so I saw this exchange like on mm-hmm. Twitter before right. any of this stuff happened. And like I guess they must have confirmed that that's actually happening because, like, if you read the Twitter thread, it seems like two people who know each other bantering and, like, that it's not real. I I think he was he was involved in the trophy making of the first one. Okay, because it was just, like, him talking to Phil Tibetowski, who works Mm -hmm. at Young Horses, but, like, they are friends normally. And so, like, you just read the banter of it, and, like, he's just, like, in a weird, sarcastic way, like, oh, I guess we'll just add trophies now, then. And it was, like, bizarre. And then, yeah, the fact that everyone was like, this is happening, I was like, I guess they said that? But, like, that was just, like, him randomly commenting to Greg on Twitter in a weird way. But I, sure. I, I As I said, I think he was involved in, like, the, the, the trophy decisions on that game, so... Yeah, because that like the way just the way Phil said the mm-hmm. other stuff too. Like, yeah, after you tweeted this, we had a staff meeting and we decided that yes, because of this tweet, we're gonna add trophies now. And it was just like to me that didn't read like, oh yes, this is confirmed. We're making trophies. It seemed just like Phil being like, wow, Greg, what the fuck is your problem? Like, yeah, but like you cannot say that as a developer and then not follow through at that point. You cannot tweet that out if. You- I mean, but Young Horses didn't tweet that. Someone who works on the development team tweeted that out. Like, that doesn't... Uh, Even then, like, I don't think, like... But, like, that's not... I I don't know. That's not how the internet works, though. Like, that's why every person as an individual tweets as themselves and not as their company. 
uh, even then, I think like Ubisoft employees are not you know posting on Twitter about like the games that they're making though. Like, but they also are not in someone who works at an indie studio. We, I understand that. I'm just saying like I don't think. There would be a lot of backlash if this, like, if trophies are not added after. I, gu- I guess if someone was like, "Oh my god, the free DLC to Bug Snacks? Are you guys fucking kidding me? I paid you zero dollars for this and doesn't have trophies." Yeah, it'd be Greg Miller. Hmm. I mean, yeah, it would be Greg Miller sarcastically. That's sure, this, sure. Like, the yeah. whole thing is fucking bizarre. I have no idea. That's cool though. I guess that there will be new trophies. Sure. Um, I saw some people complaining because then, like, it means that they're. Their one hundred percent won't be a hundred percent anymore, but whatever. I I, I have a hundred percent. Now you're gonna have to snacks. play. I probably will not play the Steel Sea, but I that's you know you still have the platinum. It doesn't sure. take it away, so mm-hmm. it's okay. So yeah, that was just like a weird thing that just kind of happened. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, and then this next uh, news site, uh, you know, our piece of news was cut from like a Blizzard like. Uh, Oh God! What do you call it? Where like it's a like a a meeting, um, like with the financials. Oh, the uh, I can't think of an earnings call. Like an earnings call, yes. Uh, where Diablo Four and Overwatch Two are delayed and likely not coming out next year in twenty twenty two. Who could have seen it coming? <laughs> Jesus, what happened to Blizzard? Like what happened? Uh, I mean they suck like i i don't know like they just everyone who gave a shit at that company in a reasonable way left and then shortly after that happened it was like oh it turns out activision is an actual garbage company and like all that stuff was turned out to be true that the state of california was suing them for and so like yeah i don't know man but i i also think that like Blizzard is like one of those companies that believes they can do no wrong. So then like at a certain point, you just like get so full of yourself that like you don't put as much effort into things as you should. Like the whole, like I think the whole Warcraft three reforged fiasco was what really set them down like a fucked up path. I mean, yes, I mean, that was like the first sign of like bad things to come. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like 10 years ago, they were like the top PC developer. Like Blizzard could do no wrong and did no wrong. And then it just like seems like over the last 10 years, even just like the last five years, because like even then they had Overwatch in what, 2016? Yeah, but like they had Overwatch. And like to me, that is the first thing outside of Warcraft that showed that like they can't do it anymore is like they never knew what to do with Overwatch. I don't know. Overwatch was like at the top of its game for a couple years. I mean, like, but, like was it, no, but like it was at the top of its like people, random people playing it. But right. like they didn't know what to do with that game. They had no idea like they would add a new character like every few months and a new map like even more further along than that. But like they couldn't balance it. They had so many issues and like the competitive play was so toxic and they would like try everything to like completely rework characters to like get them to be where they were and they just like could never find it in a way that made sense. Like they had to like rework the way matchmaking worked to try to rebalance overwatch. Like that's crazy. They just like, couldn't do it. 
It's like I I don't have a lot of context of Overwatch because I played it a ton at like launch, and it seemed pretty balanced then. Uh, I mean, to a certain extent, but then like there was the I can't think of what the team comp was at this point, but like they just couldn't fix it, even with adding new characters like they could not do it. I mean, I guess now that I think about it, like Reinhardt was basically a necessity in every single. Oh, yeah. And like still is in a weird way. I mean, I guess I don't know what Echo does, but I would assume that it doesn't like drastically change that. Right. Uh, And then like their their solution to that is like make it one less person in overwatch two. And it's like, what? So like now it'll be five V fives and they're just like all the stuff for overwatch two. It's, it's very weird because like, they don't know what I just feel like they don't know what they're doing anymore. And like, even the fact that Diablo two, which is like one of the most beloved games of all time, like that didn't seem to hit in the same way that, Uh, like their other recent releases had like i mean diablo 4 or sorry diablo 3 was uh like people didn't really like it at launch but like then around the time when the console versions came out people really started to like what they were doing with it then after they closed down the real money auction house and like that seemed better uh yeah i mean i agree with you for sure it's just like a bizarre thing like they just like fell off and i i don't know if like maybe people just didn't want to continue to like make the same things like it's a very real possibility that it's just it was enough turnover at a certain point where like it just was people who like it's why starcraft fell off right like they just did they couldn't evolve starcraft anymore either i i well part of it is just like back in the day when they were really like at the top, like games were so different. I mean, so many more ga- new games are coming out, and they have a lot more competition now. And they yeah, they didn't have the competition then that they do now. So like, I, I just feel like people don't stick to one game as long. I think they 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 bounce around a lot more. Although I, at the same time, like I guess League of Legends is still like extremely popular and Dota and stuff, but. Yeah, but I mean, also now the model of most games is to be what Blizzard games were, where like they want you to play one game forever. Right. Um, so. But I mean, like, I, how many of those games are realistically out there right now? Like, I mean, I know World of Warcraft still has its core audience. And like, I mean, as yeah, I, like World League, of Warcraft, Final Fantasy 14, League of Legends, Dota. Uh, Dota. I mean, I guess I Destiny. mean, I mean De- Destiny for sure. But like every game is trying to do that, right? Like there are every game is trying to capture that. Yeah, like that, that's that's what most things want to do is become a game as a service. I mean, it doesn't always work, but I feel I feel like that's what they are trying to do, at least. And I guess Fortnite is still around. Yeah, I mean, despite the fact that Genshin exists uh, and just edged out Fortnite in terms of uh, earnings very recently. Um, But I mean, like, that is what, like, people chase that shit because, like, that's the money. GTA Online, like, that's, 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 that's a big one. That's the kind of thing that just, like, that's 
you have to spend less development resources in a weird way at a certain point because you're not really developing new things like you're still working on that same engine and i it's weird because like blizzard i feel like had that model for a very long time and like when they would put out a new game it was like uh like a game changer like the difference between warcraft 2 and warcraft 3 is huge but then i don't know i guess maybe it's the same problem as half-life right where like valve would only put out a new half-life or a new half-life episode every time it was like this is going to be a big huge change and like that's why there will never be another regular half-life outside of uh the half-life alex probably well i mean i think also like really when i mean we're naming all these games and Blizzard was known for what? Like RTSs? Mm-hmm. Uh, and like RTSs are just not as big anymore. I I think they also contributed to that whole thing. Because like when StarCraft 2 came out, it was a big deal. But right. then they were like, oh, but it's like coming out in three parts. And mm-hmm. then the other two parts took like weirdly long to come out afterwards. And by the time the third one came out, like no one gave a fuck about that anymore because it was like three or four years later. I, believe I think it was. I think it came out in 20, 2011, and I think the the it finally like the last one was like twenty fifteen. So. Yeah, like it was just like a crazy long time to be like it's still the same. Right, as a bizarre thing. Um, and well, then my other point is like RTSs were their thing, and then also like yes, they really just kind of like became the top dog for mmos but like paying a subscription model is just not the way video games work anymore you re- i just like i can't imagine releasing an mmo today and having like a 10 10 to 15 dollar subscription fee every month uh yeah i mean like the only two games i can think of that really get away with that are world of warcraft and final fantasy 14 right um and those yeah, are I don't, at this I don't, point I legacy which i mean i guess yeah. final fantasy 14 was quite a while ago or uh, well it was what probably like six seven years ago now uh yeah i guess i don't remember i mean world of warcraft i don't even know i mean that would be like 2005 yeah that that was a very long time ago but yeah i mean i'm trying to think i think most mmos now don't have like i don't think new world has a monthly subscription it's also not full price so well, yeah, they, I mean, now the thing is microtransactions and just try to get, get you know, to get the money that way rather than like you know, a, a subscription fee every month. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, I guess most games don't even like the, the whole point of the subscription fee in the first place is so they could be like, oh, but like you're paying to like get the content updates or whatever. Like you're this is going towards continuing to develop the game. And most games just like don't have a turnaround time like that at all anymore because of like the development cost and development time of a lot of stuff. So no one's going to like commit to being like pay us $15 a month that you'll get new content at least once a month. That's like substantial for you for the rest of infinity. Like no one's going to commit to that now. I feel like, right. So, yeah, I don't know. I blizzard is such a fucking bizarre thing. And like, I mean, especially like you just look at the last like six months, it's just like i feel like before it was like a kind of like a steady decline and then it's just like an extreme cliff face plummeting to the earth like i don't know dude i don't know like once once that warcraft remaster came out like it's just been just a just it's just been dipping and just 
they need to like stop the bleed now. And it just seems like it's just like getting worse every time I look at what's going on over there. Well, yeah. And it's just one of those things where like, I still kind of had faith in overwatch too, because like Jeff Kaplan was like, so committed to, Hey, we're going to make overwatch really cool. And I'm really excited about the new one. And then when he left, it was just like, what the fuck is this thing? Like what? I, I don't know. And then they then they're like, oh, we're like sort of pivoting it to be mostly like PVE focused for the Overwatch Two content. It's just like, I I don't know, man. I, and like that's what I would prefer more, but I just don't have any faith in that really. Like I don't. Well, and like even changing it to the five on five that you mentioned, like there are people that like they have a team of six, and now they're gonna have to try to figure out like who to cut from their team. That like they're their core like you know group that they play with. It just seems like that that sucks for them. And that also like that's also weird to me because like then that cuts down on team variety as well. Because you had to have an extra character to like do some flex role or whatever. I don't know, man. I'm also not like a fucking professional Overwatch player, so I don't, I don't, I don't know how much that really like changes anything up or whatever. But it, yeah, it's a bizarre thing. I'm not even thinking about professionally. I'm just thinking about like the the. Oh know, the yeah, just like a people. group of six people. Yeah. Yes. Like, yes. And like now, now it's just like, sorry, Justin, you're out. It just, it just kind of sucks. I don't know. Yeah. I like. I hey, I have much more faith in Diablo Four than I do in Overwatch Two because like people love getting that sick loot. If oh, if well. they if they can just like make a good Diablo game, I mean that that's fine. I mean, that. by all accounts, I mean, Diablo 2 was not a bad remake. No, no, it just, yeah, like, I, I don't know. I, I wonder if it hit the same way that they I, it wanted it to. It definitely did not, but I remember seeing reviews, and it, it was all in, like, the low 80s. So it's like, okay, this is at least a competent game. So there there is still life. Uh, it's not completely a complete shit show at at blizzard so yeah and i i also just think it's interesting because like yeah try to think of like the last major thing they did and it's like we brought back the old version of world of warcraft are you guys happy and it's like well that's weird i just feel like so much of their stuff also has been like trying to capture like a weird wave of nostalgia well what else do they have i did they could make a new fucking game whoa Whoa. i i know bold bold stance Bold Star- stance. Starcraft 4. Starcraft 4. Make a new Lost Vikings. A new rock and roll racing. I don't know. Very bizarre. Like, yeah, I don't know. I, at this point, I would just rather see, like, just, like, make a thing. Like, just make a new thing. And, like, uh, I see have an where idea. that takes you. Yeah. Uh, Tony Hawk, pro Ooh. skater. Tony Hawk, pro skater, but in yeah. the world of Warcraft, open world. Sure. Just, sure. You know, they have that team. They sure do. <laughs> Aren't you happy that that team cannot make three and four? Yeah, I'm very excited about that. <laughs> now they're doing who knows what because, you know. Well, and then like that, I still feel bad about that and the fucking Crash Bandicoot team. Like, hey, good job. You guys made a brand new game that fucking like captured the nostalgia of the old ones and had like a fuckload of content and was really well received. All right, well you guys get fucked over there and are relegated to like working on Call of Duty now. Like, man, what? Yeah, Activision Blizzard. Uh, there's a reason why I really don't play any other games anymore. So. 
Yeah, I. Uh, yeah, because now they're not going to put out anything I want to play. Yeah. So, so, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Like, I played Tony Hawk last year, but like the last five years, I really haven't played a lot of Activision Blizzard games. No, yeah, like I didn't play Crash 4, but yeah, I was going to say I played Tony Hawk, and I think the last Activision game I played before that was the remake of Crash Team Racing. Mm. So, very well, far I, apart. Yeah, and I, I mean, I didn't get 4 just because of how hard I heard it was. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know if I'm really in the mood to, to engage with like a really hard platformer right now. I have to be in the right mindset for that. Because so. mm-hmm. like, by all accounts, like that last level... It's going to take you like an hour to beat it, so at mm-hmm. least. So. Uh, which, uh, speaking of just kind of like what is going on, uh, Take Two, uh, according to the Bloomberg, uh, the the publisher Take Two spent fifty three million dollars on a canceled game that was never announced. So. Do you think this is that Bioshock game? No, because that was announced. Was it actually? I don't. Th- I don't know that it was. I thought it was always just Jason saying they're making a Bioshock game over there. I thought Bioshock Four was like actually announced. No, I did. I did. I. I don't know. Maybe it was. Oh but I, no! I, always... I typed in Bioshock Four, and under Tech Radar, it says Bioshock Four is the unofficial title. Well, no, that has been con- officially confirmed by Two K Games. So yes, it, it, it's been officially oh, confirmed. Weird. Uh, it's just we don't know what the actual title is going to be. So huh. that's a lot for this. I don't know. <sighs> I, yeah, that's just kind of sad. I'm, but like a lot of times with this, like yes, it's fifty-three million dollars, and they, they're they will pull those assets and use those for other things. It's not like this is just completely down the drain. Uh, but like I. We can just sit here and speculate on what it is. We have no idea. It could just be some like brand new IP that just didn't pan out. And this stuff happens all the time. We just don't hear about it that often. So. Yeah, I. So those are the the two things that came to my mind originally were that Bioshock game, but also uh, Hangar Thirteen was making a new game, and like I remember them saying that they were having trouble. Like it was, it might have been in a Jason Schreier article, ironically, where like they Hangar Thirteen is like right it was Hangar Thirteen. Hall. It was a Hangar. It was the Hangar Thirteen unannounced game. Oh, yeah, because they would uh, whenever he would like write articles about Bioshock uh, before Take Two, I guess, officially announced it or whatever. It was the people from Hangar Thirteen being like, "Yeah, it's like we're working on this thing, and like it's not going well." And they're over there working on this like super clandestine Bioshock game that seems really cool, and like we're having a rough time over here. So, well, yes. that that blows. So yeah, once you said Hangar Thirteen, I was like, I'm pretty sure in the article it said Hangar Thirteen, and it did. So yes. So. so I wonder if that was like a hot new mafia game. I don't know. All I know is that the third one, I encountered like a game breaking bug, and I couldn't finish the game. So. Yeah, I, I saw, mean, if it was Hangar 13, I assume it was some type of open world game. And I wonder right. if they were like trying to fucking go huge with it. But. That's weird, because like they've never been good at those. Uh, I mean, they, they were they were making mafia games. So I know. But like and I, I enjoyed the second one. But like those are games that like did not need to be open world games. 
I mean, yeah, but they, I they kind of did because of GTA and Saints Row. I guess, but like you could have done your own thing and not had them be. They could have, but then no one would have given a shit. I don't know if that's true. When Mafia and Mafia Two came out, I think that is one hundred percent true. Because like you could have done it in like the style of like an Uncharted, and I think it could have worked. Yeah, but Mafia One came out like when open world games were like the thing. Uh, you sure, know what I mean? Sure. I'm saying like specifically on Mafia Two and definitely Three, because like Three starts out very linear, and that's the best part of the game. Yeah. I mean, they yeah, their whole thing was like that story as well. Like they were really pushing mm-hmm. that aspect of that game, which by all accounts was like pretty okay. So yeah, and then it and then it gets derailed by the open world and just how bloated it was. And then there yeah. was really nothing to do in the open world. And and then as I said, I got stuck. I I somehow got stuck in like two main missions at the same time. And if I went left, I would fail one mission, and if I went right, it would fail a different mission. So I literally couldn't do anything. You should have just tried a third mission. Yeah, yeah, just started a third mission. That would have fixed everything. Yeah, that's how it works. So, well, that's a bummer for them, and yeah, a lot Take of two. money flushed down the toilet. Yeah, and that could have some big ramifications for that studio, where you know layoffs might happen because. Mm-hmm. Well, they're hiring right now, so get excited. Good luck. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, in other news, uh, uh, we finally got gameplay of Elden Ring. Uh, yeah, I gotta, a, I've got to watch this. I'm very excited. Um, spoilers, Manny. It looked mm-hmm. like a From Software game to me. Yes, but it was very open world in a way that I, when they said this game is an open world, I was like, is it? <laughs> and it sure is. Um, and then also I saw an article, and I, so I just kind of stuck it in here, that said Elden Ring will feature a 4K enhanced mode and uh, an F- 60 FPS performance mode. So Yeah, that that's cool and also makes sense because it's a PS4 game as well. So like on the next-gen consoles, it'll definitely be able to do 60. Uh, so maybe we'll get lucky, and then PS5 and Series X versions will have both. Maybe. Well, or PC, like a, a mixture of the two. Yeah, the PC version will definitely have both, but that's because you just force it to do that. Sure. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That game, uh, you're right. It looks like a Souls game. And so, like, <laughs> people get mad when I say this. Like, I just don't get why it's not called Dark Souls. Like, it's Because it just is that. Like it just it looks like a fucking Souls game. Like why is this not? Why is this not Dark Souls? Like I, they're like oh, it's Elden Ring and like it's a whole new world that uh, fucking George R. R. Martin helped us create. And it's like well he could have just put it. You could have just put his name on Dark Souls. I mean I think at this point like from software, they're they're just as big as the name dark souls at this point. So they can name it whatever they want to. And it doesn't matter. I, and I, that's true, but like, this doesn't look like Sekiro to me because Sekiro was like Japan and like samurai time. This like, just looks like dark souls. Like, it's just like, we have made fantasy world and it's like, all right, well, uh, whatever i don't know it's fine it's just a different fucking name but like it yeah i don't know you're asking the question like 
how does this differentiate from like Dark Souls? Yeah, Other than yeah. it being an open world. Yeah, and like the answer from the footage that I saw briefly is like it doesn't. So I mean, it could have literally just been called Dark Souls Elden Ring. Sure. Exactly. But hey, now they can tout out uh, like a new IP. And that yeah, that's fine. Will we get Elden Ring 2? Who knows? You know, are they going to try to do a different thing every time, which is what I would want them to do. But I like it. That's that's my other thing is like, it's not even like doesn't seem that different. Maybe there's way more story like that is what they keep like kind of claiming. And then every time I see something about it or like see something written about it, it doesn't like say that like the thing I would expect from this game to be very different is like more overt storytelling, like directly to you as the player, instead of like this guy said a cryptic thing. And then I read 14 item descriptions and that's the plot. So who knows? I don't know. Elden ring looks cool to me. I'm excited to play it. That's all I have. I, well, I mean, like the, the reality is, if you're a from software fan, you're gonna get excited about this. If you're just not, then you just don't care. I mean, it, it, at this point, like it, it, you're either in or out from the. But name what if software. you love Game of Thrones? <clears throat> no. What? No. George R. R. Martin's writing it. I, we don't instead even of the new Game of Thrones book, he could have like wrote like one item description for all we know. No, nah, he like did a lot actually. He, no, like, yeah, I know. I just <laughs> he like created the world. So. But like, what does that mean as well? Like, how, how, I mean, like, he re- he wrote the the you know the types of landscape and the enemy variety and the overall plot. Yeah, but like, which like do any of them really even have a plot? Oh yeah, you're upsetting fans across the globe. Sure, yes. No, the Dark Souls plot is like very deep and ridiculous. It is, but like it's also like. It's not in like a traditional sense either. It's not like you're you're sitting through cutscenes of people having like dialogues and conversations. No, you just have to care enough to look for it. Right. And boy, is there a lot of it. You could watch trillions of hours of video explaining it to you if you so desired. I'm okay. <laughs> uh, this next one. Hey, Ubisoft, they're releasing games in 2022 and 2023, Matt. I just like, what is going on with that Prince of Persia remake? Like, why is it getting delayed again? should cancel it, in (laughs) my opinion, but I don't know, dude. It seems... Prince of Persia is getting delayed. The Rocksmith Plus is getting delayed, which I mean, like, did they even have like an official date for that? No, I don't think so. And that one, like that one kind of makes the most sense to me because it's like, yeah, some like weird musical licensing thing probably got fucked up and now they have to like wait a little bit like that one. That's totally reasonable. And also they were like trying to do that, like whole thing where they're like, now it's like on your computer and your phone and your everything. Do you love Rocksmith? get in there and it's just like yeah sure i could see some kind of deal being delayed and fucking that up but the prince of persia remake like it's just a remake uh, oh sorry it does it they're calling it a remake it looks like a remaster yes but i don't know maybe they're just going real big for their third remake of the sense of time well and the other one was uh uh Tom Clancy's The Division Heartland, and I was like, I didn't even know this game existed. So, 
I didn't either. Is that a DLC for the division? No, I, I just had to look it up again. I guess in May it was announced. Oh, no. Uh, it just says it's free to play. It's a different game. I don't know what it is. It doesn't require previous experience with the series. I don't know. It, who cares? Well, I'm the, sure previous, the previous experience is that there was the money flu. It's the only thing I remember about the division. What about the division two? I didn't play it, but I, I, I believe the world was still being ravaged by the money flu. It was, but it was in DC this time. Shit. That game was really hard. Holy shit. That was a hard game. That probably had some of the smartest AI I've ever played against, at least in like a third person, like cover shooter since that it, that AI would just like flank you to the point where you're just like, I am dying like 15 times in each mission. You were also playing single player, though. I was playing alone, yeah. That game was not made to be played alone. Absolutely not. (laughs) Which, from what I heard, they actually did change the AI and made it easier to play by yourself. Oh, nice. Uh, So this last news article I put on here, which in my opinion is like the biggest news article that probably happened like in general outside of yesterday when all those people died at Travis Scott's concert because he's an idiot. Uh... Yeah, so Facebook, while I was on the plane to San Francisco, said, surprise, we're not Facebook anymore. We are changing our name to Meta, um, which Mark Zuckerberg had been saying this for a long time. His like dream and like the reason that they had bought Oculus in the first place was because they uh, were going to try to use VR to make a metaverse, which... Persona 5 fans, you know, the metaverse. Uh, But in theory, a metaverse is just like a virtual space that you can like explore and walk around in and do stuff. And that is like their whole thing. They want to make a social metaverse. Um, And so during this fucking keynote where they just all of a sudden uh, announce this brand change, which by the way, I know some people who may work at Facebook and they were not told this was happening. And it was all sudden within the company as well. Oh, fun. So maybe the marketing teams didn't know. (laughs) Uh, And either way, they showed footage of like, not even like real footage. It was like a fucking concept. Like we as people who are in video games know when a thing is being shown and it's like, oh, this is not real. Sure. But their concept thing like looked worse than PlayStation Home when it first came out. Whoa, that was a fully featured game. I know, but like it just like graphically I'm talking about. No like, way. It can't look worse than that. Dog, you gotta watch you should look <laughs> at this. And they look they're like weird little chibi models, and in my opinion, it looks worse than PlayStation Home did when Jeez. they first announced it back then. Um and they're just like showing all this wild bullshit that can't actually happen. Um but then they uh, like as a part of that, they were like, Oh, hey, by the way, like we're getting rid of the Oculus brand now. Like, so their Oculus, the thing that they took all that time to build up that is a name that is synonymous with virtual reality. They're like, we're just getting rid of that. Get it out of here. And so, like, now they will be, like, meta gaming, whatever the fuck. I I don't know. And what I thought was interesting about that was, like, the day before that, they had announced a bunch of Oculus stuff. Like, one of them was, like, this uh, weird fitness game that actually looks kind of cool. And it was called like Oculus something. Uh, I, I don't remember, but 
Um, then the day after they did some interviews with Zuckerberg and it was announced that they are making uh, San Andreas VR specifically for the Oculus, um, which that is weird because like they, the first person mode in San Andreas is not very good. And like it was a PS2 game. So I wonder if this uses some of the engine stuff from the remasters that are coming out soon, but that's something that's interesting that I would want to check out. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. Like it's just very weird and that Facebook made this whole huge pivot and it actually kind of seems like something that came out too fast because they wanted people to focus on this instead of the other like weird bullshit about how like Facebook was down for a really long time recently and they were like getting hit from a bunch of like political angles as well. So it seems like the kind of thing where they were just like, we're going to pivot early to this. Bye bye. <laughs> and I, yeah, it was very weird and very sudden. Um, but the thing that obviously for our podcast, that is the main takeaway is they are getting rid of the Oculus brand, which I personally think is not a good idea, but Hey, uh, people who get paid way more than i do came up with that decision well so. like there aren't isn't that isn't it supposed to roll out very soon that like you have to have a facebook account to use your oculus oh that's been rolled out for a long time well because like i know they announced it and there was some backlash and they were like at some point in the future like you're gonna have to have that so like that's already been rolled out then oh yeah i mean i had to i did hook my facebook account in to use my quest too uh, so like that, I don't know that it was implemented for things that came out before that was the case yet, but eventually there would be some kind of firmware update for those that require that. Uh, so yeah, but I mean, right now you have to have a Facebook account to use new Oculus products, okay. uh, but it'll be a meta account, Matt. So it's totally different. Now, are they still keeping the Facebook brand? That is unclear to me at this point. I because like I'm confused by this whole thing. If it's supposed to just be like Meta is now like the parent company of like Instagram and Facebook and everything, or if like I mean that is I, definitely like, the case. But I I don't know if Facebook as a thing is something that they like really even give a shit about anymore. I guess, but like it's got to make them a lot of money, right? I mean, yeah, but it, yeah, like, so I, I don't know. And, like, the marketing team at Facebook will have to go through and change every instance of the fucking word Facebook and make it meta or something. But, I, I, have no idea. I mean, do, will they change the website name to meta.com now and you won't go to Facebook? I would assume so, but I don't just, know. But, like, why wouldn't they do that now? I, I'm just confused by this whole thing. But at the same time, I don't really care. So, like, I don't know. Like, I'm, just, I'm confused. Yeah. But, like, I, 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 at this point, I just kind of wonder why I even have a Facebook. Uh, I mean, I, I don't like my Facebook. So that's a good point. But they're trying to make it so that it's not a website. Like, that it is a virtual social space that you go to. That doesn't sell me on it. I'm, I'm just saying it's not supposed to. It's the future. Maybe yeah. you're just too old to understand. Now. I, I'm definitely too old. Uh, I mean, it is a cool concept, but everything they showed, I think, is whack as fuck. Mm. So, but also what I think is so funny is <laughs> the, actually other companies are like trying to make metaverse things now already. And Roblox is actually in a way better position to do this than Facebook is. 
So it's just bizarre. I, I don't know. It, but a lot of companies are getting into like trying to create their own metaverse thing. And for sure, Roblox is uh, profitable enough and closer to the kind of thing that Facebook is talking about than Facebook actually is in the first place. So it's it's another weird thing, which makes me just think like, ah, ha ha, we have to pivot, motherfucker. I guess, but like. It's just, I don't know. It, it's, I don't think they're going to capture like the younger audience of Facebook. Like Facebook to me is just like basically people our age and, and even older. I mean, it's pretty much like just 40 and older that use it religiously. Uh, I mean, yeah, because younger people have moved to TikTok and Instagram. Well, that's uh, what I mean. So but like, also, I, just, I don't think that they need to give a fuck about people who are that age. But like then like why are you catering why you should be catering to like the audience you have and like that audience typically does not like change so it just seems like odd to me I don't know I uh, but I that's what I'm saying they don't have to give a fuck about those people because they their audience also includes Instagram I guess and and like I, Instagram is one of those things where like I don't know anything about, I don't even understand the point of the platform so like it's you're just looking at pictures I just I don't understand <laughs> oh my god that is like <laughs> the most boomer ass old person thing I've ever heard someone say hey whoa whoa <laughs> that's crazy I just I just don't care about pictures okay uh, hey I, I I mean that's fine but that that's uh that's so, so it's just one of those things where it's like it's less like me just being stuck in my it's just me just like I have no interest in this so like I just don't understand why other people do it's kind of like it's kind of like when people are just like I don't really understand why people like video games or whatever I just like I don't have any interest in this and so like it to me it just doesn't make sense but I understand like other people care about that well but I mean but. pictures are like more than that like pictures are for memories and shit like that's just like a, a thing like old people care about pictures too. Yeah. So, do, so do young people. Everyone, mm-hmm. mostly. I, I, yeah. But like, I have pictures, but like, I don't need to share them with the world, type of thing. Like, um, uh, yeah. I mean, but it's also for like keeping them. You know. Uh, sure, sure. But I mean, like, Google does that for me. Yeah, I mean, sure, it does. Mm-hmm. But also, I mean, like, sometimes you want to show your friends pictures you have taken. Like, a lot of people mm-hmm. have yes. pri- yes. private Instagram accounts. Yes. No, and I get that. I just like. I, I don't know, like, you, but you and I are not like the type that we're like, oh my god, we need to stop and like take pictures of you know our stuff as well, like when we're hanging out. Oh, when we're hanging out, no, but I take pictures all the time mm-hmm. of tons of stuff. So, okay. yeah. and I just never do that kind of stuff. So, yeah. But I, I yeah, I mean, Meta is the future. They don't mm-hmm. need to give a shit about people who don't want to change. So, fair enough. Uh, but it's just it's it's a weird thing because it's one of those things where it's like, hey, you know who tried to do this before Sony and you know what was a hilarious ad filled wasteland that they eventually had to shoot in the head? The thing Sony did. <laughs> so like, Apparently that was very financially successful, though. Oh, it was. And I that's why I think it's kind of funny that they did put it down. But it's just like I am now imagining the end of PlayStation Home where everyone was dancing around as like life size Dr. Pepper cans and shit. And uh, that's what the meta- Facebook metaverse will be like in sure. my brain. <laughs> so I, I have lived the metaverse experience I, I wanted to have. I was in PlayStation Home and Sony broke uh, basically every promise they made about that. So uh, who knows? We'll see. It'll develop. Or maybe there will just be such a backlash from people being like, I don't want this. Uh, and they will have to pivot again. But. I, th- I think Facebook is just trying to struggle to like keep relevance personally, but 
I I feel like they're constantly in the news, but it, lately it's been a lot of negative stuff. Oh yeah, and that's why I, that that is why I believe they made this pivot right now when it seems like most people in the company were not prepared for it. So it just I yeah I but I'm like the last person to be talking about social media. So like I. <laughs> Because I just don't have any presence, and I don't really care to. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's a very it's a very interesting thing, and that was like a wild thing that just happened over the course of like two hours during a random keynote. So. Yeah, I saw that, and I was like, I don't understand any of this, and I don't really care enough to. So whatever. Uh, it's interesting. Uh, good luck to Facebook. Good luck to Oculus. Um, no, I would say bad luck to Facebook. They are a terrible company. That's fair. So, good luck. Good luck to the people working there. I'm sure. Yeah. Good, good yeah also, I, mainly to me, good luck to the people who took fucking years to build up the name of Oculus being synonymous with VR only to be told to get fucked. So, you know. Didn't they buy... Didn't they buy the studio that made um, Beat Saber? No, Until Dawn. Oh, I don't know, but they definitely bought the studio that made Beat Saber. Or not Until Dawn. Um, God, what was that cyberpunk uh, third-person shooter PlayStation exclusive? That came out around, like, the launch. That had, like, vampires and werewolves. I I have no idea. Really? Okay. It was a PS4 game. Uh, There's a vampire penis. Lair. No, no, no. no that, was P- <laughs> that was PS3. Fuck. Uh, the only PlayStation 4 launch games I remember were. It wasn't a launch game. I think it was like right at. I think it was the year after. Uh, what was that called? The Order. The Order. I'm pretty sure that's a first party Sony game, isn't it? It is a first. I'm saying the studio. I'm pretty sure Oculus owns that studio now. Interesting. I mean, they they own a lot of studios now. That's why, like, the whole the whole thing is bizarre to me. Yeah, Order 1886 was Ready at Dawn. Uh And then I thought Ready at Dawn. Yep. Oculus bottom. Cool. The Order 1887 coming soon to your Oculus. No, they've been doing like Lone Echo. Oh, Lone Echo is one of the main like Oculus games that people really like. So makes sense. Yeah, they just rise. It's a shooting gallery. Hmm. Never before done in VR. They just released Lone Echo 2 last month. People did like that as well. So another shooting gallery surprise well, i mean yes shocking. <laughs> but anyway that was the news unless you have anything else no i do not i mean the only other thing and i we mentioned like i i just i'll guess i'll just mention it i don't know if you saw that like a lot of riot games just got added to the epic game store oh i mean yeah that makes sense i guess uh just kind of weird that like the now- uh the show just came out on netflix yesterday too i'm very excited to watch it the what the sh- the show about uh, about Jinx. 
okay, never mind. Saying that out loud made no sense because you yeah, don't know anything about no, League no, of no. Legends. No, uh, no, but yeah, it's like a super amazing uh, 3D show. Oh, I okay. cannot think of what it's called right now, but uh, I, see, about, I didn't know if you were like. Drinks. I was like, did they make an MLB the show show? It, like it's on now on Netflix. I didn't know what you were talking about. So okay, yeah. So yeah, Riot is uh, their stuff is happening other than League and Valorant. So. Yeah, both of those are now on Epic Game Store. Uh, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, but I guess we'll move into the games we've been playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you want to talk about Extra Life at all? Uh, I mean, we did it. Yeah. You, you could have been there. Uh, it was we streamed for 12 hours from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. A little bit later than 9 p.m. because I ended up going like five minutes over or something. Um, right. But we, I mean, we were also with... late starting, I think. Yeah, a little bit. Um, but yeah, we ended with uh, $345 donated. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's that's very good. Because uh, yeah. I always set a $200 goal because like I don't stream regularly anymore or anything. So it's not like I have like a huge audience. And uh, one of the things that I think is like buck wild is if you have like an audience on one platform, they will never follow you to another platform unless they're the most dedicated people on Earth. So, like, because I have, like, 1,500 followers on YouTube, they don't give a shit about Twitch most of the time. So, like, Oh, yeah, that makes sense. It's very weird. So, yeah, they, like, will not watch live streams and stuff. And that, to me, like, cultivating one audience is hard enough. But then cultivating, like, eight audiences. People don't even follow you on Twitter, man. It's fucking wild out there. Uh, but, yeah, so, like, with not streaming or anything and just going on Twitch and then tweeting it out and putting it on Facebook for, like, the people that know me in real life, uh, $345, uh, pretty good for yeah. for the kids. Um, and I'm going to stream uh, me playing Grim Fandango next weekend as well, so maybe we'll get a little bit more uh, on the donation train then. But either way, I that is a great success for us dicking around for 12 hours. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, and, we, and we're bad at, like, engaging with the audience as well. I mean, you try your best, but yeah. Um. So, yeah. And I mean, I, I live by the philosophy on Twitch and for YouTube, which is the worst philosophy to live by, is that I'm doing that shit for me, man. So, like, <laughs> if, I, if I'm I, not enjoying it, who cares? <laughs> I would go a step further and say this podcast as well. Uh, yeah, but I mean, people do listen to this podcast. So that that is true. But know. I'm saying like, we've talked about how we would do this if we had zero listeners. So. Oh, exactly. And that I stand by that because it, I like truly believe that like, that's why I can't stand watching Twitch streamers when it's like very clear that they're only doing something because they feel obligated to or they're just like doing it to like try to get famous. And it's just like, oh, you don't enjoy this at all. And this is excruciating for you mm. and for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, where I, I there's a reason why I don't really ask about like viewership or like the numbers or anything because I yeah just, I it doesn't matter to me like if you listen I'm very humbled and thank you for that but like mm-hmm. I, as I said like I would just be doing this because it, it's an outlet for me to talk about you know the games I've been playing and the news and stuff so like or just kind of talk about whatever and it's just kind of our way to kind of really just kind of catch up from the week. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I mean, we did have like up to 10 concurrent viewers during Extra Life. So like, I mean, we huh. got up there in terms of what my streams normally do, where like two people watch me play Battle Network or whatever. But right. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I'm always very humbled by that. Like we get more donations than we probably have any right getting to just dick around for 12 hours. So, which in fairness, some of it is just us donating. But yeah, like, which I mean, hey, I'm donating to a charity, whatever, man. I, yeah, no, I, I, I don't have any qualms about that. So. No, yeah. So I, yeah, that is good, and I will be doing uh, streaming Grim Fandango next weekend. I haven't decided on Saturday or Sunday, but I mean, it's four and a half hours generally for me to play through it now and hear most of the dialogue. So. Did you want to talk about any of the games we played? Like, uh, I mean, like I know some of them we've we've talked about before on the podcast, but we did play like uh, Samurai Gun Two for the first time. We played uh, Mario Party for the first time. Yeah, so I had played Samurai Gun on my own time. So, okay. uh, was it fun uh, alone? Uh, yeah, I mean, I was playing competitive multiplayer. So. Oh, okay. Uh, so you were playing, you weren't playing like a single player mode. No, there is a single player mode though, where you like can go through and do stuff, but that game's still in early access. So there's still a lot of stuff that's being added. Like literally two of the characters on the character select screen in Samurai Gun 2 are not playable. And it says coming next question mark. And it's like, I, they, I think they should not do that because that's a weird way to do anything. Like, why have them there? Because if people are trying to select them and you fucking can't, they're like, what's this one? That's bizarre. Uh, but I, I will probably talk more about Samurai Gun 2 when it comes out for real because I okay. will try to play through whatever single player thing. Um, but yeah, I, I bought uh, Mario Party Superstars and we played it uh, and we will probably play it later today, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Like it's Mario party. And as much as I love to dunk on Mario party, it is fun to play with people, uh, especially people that, you know, obviously, uh, which, you know, was the only way you could play it until they patched in the other one. And oh no, that's not even true. You still had to be playing with friends. I don't know about this one. No, uh, I, I, I looked into it a little bit cause I bought it as well. Yeah. You can actually set it up. So it's like, um, you can just kind of do like online mode with friends or just random people but then like it'll ask you like how many people on are playing on this uh like switch so oh, you could like so like we could have just had the three of us and then like nukio playing oh shit uh, like three of us could have been local and the nukio could have just been on the internet so it, it does seem like they actually did do some smart things with uh with the mario parties so. nice um, and also it's nice that it's uh pro controller supported uh, so like you don't have to use a half a Joy-Con. Uh, yeah, I that last one had some baffling decisions. And like I talked about when we were playing it is like Mario Party seems like one of the most like ripe for DLC things ever. And they just like have not done it. I, this one seems like the most primed for it. But because of how they did the last one, I'm like not expecting it. But it just like it's a hundred mini games of the best, like best, quote unquote, mini games from all of the Mario parties. There's no reason why you couldn't be like, oh, here's like ten dollars for another re- remastered map with like 20 new mini games that it adds into the pool. And add some new characters. Add some new characters, because this one also weirdly has less characters than the last game mm-hmm. to choose from. Just, I think you just, I know this is going to sound weird, but like, just treat this like Destiny and just like, let it be a platform. Yeah, just let this be the Mario Party platform. Like, why can I not just play every Mario Party mini? Make this the Smash Ultimate of Mario Party. I don't think you can fully do that because like the motion controls, I think will get kind of weird. Yes. Uh, I mean, Joy-Cons and uh, Pro Controllers have them, so you could. I guess you could, yes. Um, 
Uh, but yeah, I mean, every, every game other than like one had motion controls. Like even on the one, the, I think Mario Party Nine on the Wii, they had button controls only. Which I guess the other one would be was it seven that had the microphone stuff? Oh boy, yeah, you can remove that. <laughs> those, they, there was no, but also there was only like six of those mini games. So like, sure, I'm not saying like it was a great feature or anything. I'm just saying like that. I think those could probably just like not come back, and people would not be too upset. No, yeah, but I mean like, yeah, I, I don't know, man. There's so many fucking. There's at least a hundred or about a hundred in every one. Like that. That's a lot. Just just do that. It's very weird. And I, I, you know, I do appreciate instead of having the taunting like previous games had that you can just spam stickers that say weird, dumb shit. You really spam those stickers. Uh, I, I mean, I, I was I was just mashing a. So it, it was just really easy to do, but you can unlock more of those stickers. You like uh, it counts up all of your mini game winnings. So like at the end, I had five hundred eighty five or whatever, and it puts that into the toad bank. And then um, it like you level up a party level across everything, and then that will unlock more stickers or encyclopedia articles about Mario. Like what? I'm not interested in that. But the the more stickers and stuff, and it's weird because the the previous game had a similar type of shop, but like you could unlock more characters. This does not have more characters. It seems like. Uh, but yeah, there's like stickers and music to listen to or whatever, and s- several other things that you can buy and unlock by playing more Mario Party. Uh, Nukio bought it earlier today. He's been playing since then. He got on oh. right afterwards and was playing Super Mario Party. So. Oh, was he? Well, yeah, maybe he's just a huge Mario Party fan. He's got to practice because he's the king of Mario Party. He can't let us dethrone him, you know? I wonder if like Gary and like him and Gary and like maybe like the kids. I would. Yeah. I mean, I would assume it's not actually. <laughs> I would assume sure. it's like he just handed the controller to his nieces and was like, right. it's Mario Party. And they <laughs> would play. I don't know. Uh, yeah. So I, like it is Mario Party and it is like a quote unquote best of Mario Party thing. But unlike the dumbass 3DS game they did that with, it has the board. And they're remasters of specifically N64 boards um, with some new features, and uh, that's neat. So, yeah, I, I don't know. That's cool. We'll, pl- we'll play later today. But I think hmm, I think it's probably the best Mario Party since at least six. Uh, I think Mario Party Seven is one of the best Mario Parties. Really, even yeah. with the microphone stuff. Uh, I mean, yeah, because you don't have to use that. Five and seven are the two best Mario Parties. Oh, that's that's a bold claim. Yeah, it's true. I like two and three and five. Oh, I feel two and three. I feel like the mini games are too simple now because they would like you could only use like one button in the stick. I mean, like they're all simple. Well, they are, but I more so back then. I feel I can, I want to do tug of war. When's tug of war? When am I going to burn my hands in this game? Maybe tonight. Maybe. Perhaps very excited to burn my hands because I really haven't looked into the what games. I, I think I just want it to happen naturally and just kind of discover them. But we do know that Eats a Pizza is in the games. So. Mm-hmm. We did. We played it. Uh, yeah, and uh, one of the other things I thought was weird about this is it's not like previous games where like many games you haven't played before are question marks. They're oh, yeah, just like just, all yeah. named, and I guess that means they're all accessible in the mini game mode to play right off the bat. So. That Which I, I guess that makes sense. Do. As well, if that's that's how you want to play Mario Party, but that just seems 
<laughs> I don't know if the mini games are that good. Let's let's not get crazy. Well, but I mean, like that's the only reason people are playing Mario Party, right? It's just I think the board is an aspect of it. It is, but like I don't know, Animal Crossing Amiibo Festival is Mario Party with just the board part, and mm-hmm. that sucks. Yeah, but that that's true. But like the board is definitely important, I think, to the experience. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. Like the when it was cars, I think that was terrible. Well, because like and even then, like it wasn't like every round there was a mini game, so you could it was just weird. Yeah, those those ones were not great. But no, this definitely does feel like back to the old style of Mario Party, where you're gonna spend an hour plus on on a game. If you mm. do tw- if you do twenty rounds type of thing, yeah. So, but yep, that was uh, that was extra life. Um, mm-hmm. I I assume the it's probably still up the the archive right on your Twitch if people want to go back and look at it. Uh, yeah, I did not get a copyright claim from Forza, so it should be there. Oh, well, good. <laughs> uh, do you want to talk about? Oh well, actually, I, I have Forza here, so I guess we'll just talk about it then. So yeah. Uh, did you want to go first since I probably played a lot more than you? Uh, yeah. I mean, over the my vacation, I played like 10, 15 more hours of Lost Judgment. Uh, that game is very good. I think that the mystery is less compelling than the first game. Um, but I don't know. The combat feels really good. I am compelled by the mystery, at least. It has a lot to do with bullying and like revenge for people who committed suicide because of bullying. Uh, yeah, the fucking mystery took a wild swerve recently. I can't say what it is because it's such a major plot point, but I watched a man's throat get slit. That shit was crazy. And it was someone who couldn't have possibly been there to slit the throat. You're like, how is how is this real? Is this this fake video that was surfaced on the web? Who knows? Um, but I got the I got the police dog. It's not as exciting as I hoped it would be. You basically just like have it sniff out uh, sniff items to track down people. Um, I've also been doing a bunch of weird tracking of uh, like weird listening devices because some bad detective is spying on a bunch of people so that's a main side quest chain that i'm trying to figure out i am the captain of the dance club gotta get him to nationals uh lost lost judgments all over the place man (laughs) are you getting close to the end or i don't know how many chapters there are i'm on like chapter eight oh and i I would guess there's probably about halfway because they're usually around at least 15 chapters right yeah, so I I have no concept because everything takes so long to do. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Lost Judgment continues to be fine. I'm chipping away at it. Uh, and then other than that, I have gotten back on the Animal Crossing train in a big way. I've played like fucking like 40 hours in the past week or something. Um, the new 2.0 update was announced and we talked about that. Uh, but it came out two days earlier than it was supposed to. So I was able to get Brewster at the cafe and you can interact with a bunch of new, new quote unquote, but old characters that were returning and not in uh, new horizons anymore. So you can meet up with them at the cafe and drink coffee with them and uh, stuff like that. So that is cool and fun. Uh, you Gyroids return and I love gyroids. They're just weird little like, 
different shaped fire hydrant-esque men who like make musical sounds. Uh, I, they changed the way you get those. You like before it was, you could only get them after it rained uh, and you would just dig them up. But now you can go to islands once a day that will have gyroid fragments and then you can bury them and water them and they will grow into a full gyroid on the next day. Uh, but there were over 9,000 new items added to the game. So that is very excellent. A lot of that deals with uh, like customization variations. So I think technically there's probably like 2,000, 2,500 new items. Uh, but that's still a lot because a lot of uh, item sets were left off from previous games. And it's actually kind of interesting because people were like, I think that this game didn't have a lot of these features because of COVID and people were able to data mine it. And they started working on this update the day the game came out. Mm. Uh, So that, that would, uh, that would make sense. Um, And it was probably supposed to be like, not one huge update. It was probably supposed to be kind of slowly over time, like they did with the diving and growing of pumpkins. Uh, and last year when they added the growing of pumpkins, people thought like, Oh, maybe they were originally planned for there to be cooking and crops. And obviously that came in this update. So now your villagers can give you uh, cooking recipes as well. And then you can use all the new like crops and stuff that you can grow to make those cooking recipes. And they're like, hundreds of those as well um yeah i don't know like every everything is very cool i did a little bit of the paid dlc which is um the second animal crossing game that came out on 3ds was called happy home uh academy or happy home designer i can't remember which one but that was like you don't do anything on your island you just do the decorating portion for uh villagers houses and things like that they just like give you a theme and say i want a house like this and then you have all the items unlocked and make that uh this is similar to that but you are making them vacation homes and i did the first two of those and i actually enjoyed it a lot more than i thought i would man people are so much better at decorating uh than i am like because it actually takes like a real like sense of taste and decorating that i just don't have obviously uh so like i would decorate a house and be like oh this looks kind of cool and then i would look online at what people did for that and be like holy sweet god that looks so much better um but i am enjoying it and it gives you another type of currency that you can use to buy rarer items from the resort uh and you can meet a bunch more villager types that way and return to the vacation homes you've already made and like form bonds with them and all that kind of stuff so it adds a fuckload of stuff and i'm probably gonna be playing it for a while sadly nintendo did confirm that uh they will be doing no more major free updates and there will be no more paid dlc which seems fucking insane to me for a game that sold 30 million copies in a year and a half because you should just be able to I don't know, man, like literally it's the 15th best selling video game of all time in a year and a half. The fact that they're just like, yeah, we're done now seems crazy unless they are actively making another one. But Nintendo has never put out more than one mainline Animal Crossing entry on a console. So maybe I mean, that's the first time but. that's 
pretty much like all their franchises. It is, and I but that I just find that to be baffling because they like set up this one to be like a platform for mm-hmm. like we're just gonna add items and we'll like change up stuff for the holidays every year and do all that stuff, but it just like they're just like, now we're done now. And for a game that has 30 million copies out there, like that just seems crazy to me. Like, I don't know, like the DLC is $25. Like that probably made them a ton of money from people who are very excited to get and play that. Like, even if it's just a fraction of 30 million copies, that's still a lot. Like, even if it's, if they sold a couple million, you know what I mean? Like, even if it was just a fraction, uh, but Nintendo is a bizarre company as we discussed with the Mario party DLC thing. Uh, so I mean, kind of par for the course, but uh, there's a lot of new content. And if you play animal crossing by not time traveling, it'll take you a long time to see all that stuff and you'll get a slow trickle of new items and things. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I don't know, like with the DLC and the free update coming out at the same time, it just feels like an overwhelming amount of stuff, uh, which is a good thing because it makes it so that like, there's a bunch of new dialogue for your villagers. So everything just feels like really new and fresh right now. Uh, and that's good. So I am enjoying it vastly. So big fan. And that's all I got for that. Do you think now is like for you personally, just a really bad time? I would just with like a lot of other games, like would this have been better if this was like, let's say in January Oh, no, I mean, it's fine right now. I've just chosen to play this instead of anything else. So. Okay, well, <laughs> which I mean, I, I guess shows how much you love this game. Yeah, so I, I mean, it works for me. And it's one of those things where it's like, you don't have to play every day if you don't want to. So that it'll still be there and all the stuff will happen regardless. So I, I could just stop if I wanted to and then just pick it up in a week or so or just play a tiny bit each day and still get the same out of it. So you play at your own pace. Yeah, and that's why I like it. So yeah. So, all right. All right. Um, I guess we'll get into the games I I played because I played quite a few. Um, mm. I finished up Infamous on the my second playthrough of the being the villain. Mm-hmm. It is interesting how different everything kind of feels because after this, I went back into my old save of the first, like the first my first playthrough where I was like good, and I was like, it just it's lighter. Like the the world itself is just a little brighter, mm-hmm. and it just is like whoa. This just like I, I guess I you didn't I didn't really realize it because it just kind of like slowly happened over time where it got a little bit darker and everything. But I was just kind of shocked at like how how different like the game really was at the end, you know, from my like positive like good guy playthrough and my like my bad guy playthrough. So. Uh, but no, I'm I enjoyed playing through it a second time. I'm I'm glad I did it, and I I didn't get like all the trophies. I didn't go for the platinum, but I think I got like seventy or eighty percent. So, hmm. um, I also finished up Far Cry Six. Um, that just kind of continued to be Far Cry. Uh, if you remember last time we did the podcast, I was like really over leveled, but like the game kept kind of like scaling up to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the end, it was like you needed to be level fifteen. And I was level 16 doing that. So I, I, I ended up over leveling a little bit, but the game eventually kind of caught up to me. So okay. um, I think I'm going to continue to dick around with it for a little bit longer just because like there are, there's still so much to do and I won't do everything. I definitely started to feel burnt out uh, the last podcast. So then I was like, I, I have to start mainlining the, the, the main story just to, just so that at this point I can get through it and then I can just kind of play it 
and I, I'll probably play it for like two to five more two two to five more hours, and then I'll probably just kind of call it there. But at this point, I finished the game, so uh, I can just kind of stop whenever and not feel bad about that. So, but ultimately, it ended up feeling you know it it like more Far Cry. I definitely liked it more than like five or New Dawn, mm-hmm. but I still think like Far Cry three and four are better games. So. Yeah. somewhere kind of in the middle of just like, yeah, this is a pretty good uh, Far Cry 6 game. So. Mm. Um, I, I, I just kind of want to briefly mention, I've uh, played a little bit of uh, Forza Horizon 5. Mm-hmm. It feels like more Forza Horizon <laughs> 4. Uh, but I am really just kind of enjoying myself. Like I, you played for, I don't know if you played any more today. No, you I played, did not. You played an hour, uh, you know, on stream. Mm-hmm. And you just seem to enjoy just like driving around and just kind of doing whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's just, I I don't know, it feels good to control, right? And like Mm -hmm. there is, uh, I don't know, those games are just fun, man. And they create like just beautiful worlds. And this one is in Mexico and it just everything looks really good and it sounds really good. Uh, so yeah, I'm excited to get in there and play it, uh, and just actually do events and stuff. But yeah, I driving around is totally fine. You just do whatever you get experience points, get some wheel spins, mm-hmm. smash some, smash some signs. Yeah. Uh, and I like a little bit more structure. So typically I'll just kind of like pick a waypoint and then I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to this event and maybe I'll pass like an XP sign or two, um, mm-hmm. on the way. Uh, but like, you know, I'm just kind of like just kind of doing a little bit of everything and slowly upgrading. And I have a ton of credits already, which I'm guessing some of that was just from like buying, spending like $50 on the, to get it early. But then also like there might be a legacy thing of like, Hey, you played the last one. So here. Yeah. So I did see that like, if you have saved data from the previous ones or like even regular Forza games on your Xbox, it will unlock specific cars Mm. for you. So I don't even think I'll get the other one because it's a new computer, so I won't have the save data from the previous game because the cloud saves work like dog shit on PC for some reason. So, uh, but yeah, I, it was like from a bunch of different forts games. Obviously, every Forza Horizon game, but then the last few regular forces as well. You would just oh, get specific sense. car unlocks. I don't remember if there was uh, credits or not, but I wouldn't be surprised at that either. Uh, yeah, so uh, that I don't know. All I know is I have like a ton of credits now. And like the last one, I don't really use the credits for a lot, maybe to upgrade some cars. But like, mm-hmm. I, I don't typically spend the credits to buy cars because I just kind of in- enjoy unlocking them. And then just like whatever I kind of unlock, that's what I kind of dick around with and play with uh, and in the new- next sessions. So. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I will definitely be playing Forza Horizon 5 for quite a while. I kind of expect like all of November and probably quite a bit of December, I'll be playing a lot of Forza Horizon 5. So I look forward to the next couple months of uh, more Forza. Yeah. Uh, so n- now it's into the the two PS5 games I played. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ratchet & Clank uh, Rift Apart and then uh, Astro's Playroom. I will say for me personally, I was not as blown away uh, with Astro's Playroom. Mm. I think part of it is because I played that after I played Ratchet & Clank. Yeah. So like the novelty of like the controller was kind of lost on me a little bit for that. Mm -hmm. And then I think the other thing is like, I'm just not a big 3d platformer guy. Mm -hmm. I I get kind of bored with them. 
and so like in that game is just like a 3d platformer that's showing off what the controller could do mm-hmm. but i kind of experienced what a lot a lot of what the controller could do in ratchet and clank so it just it didn't it didn't have that novelty that i think it it did for for a lot of people yeah but i i mean i still enjoyed my time with it i'm glad i kind of played through astro's playroom but it, it was you know for me it didn't quite click the way i think it really clicked with you didn't it Oh, yeah, just because I I mean, even outside the game part, like just the PlayStation history part of it is sure. more exciting for me. That was that was it was definitely a fun, you know, trip down memory lane. Every time I hear the like the PlayStation one noise, I just like I don't know, I, I feel it just makes me happy hearing mm-hmm. that noise. So. Um, but Ratchet and Clank, I'm sure this is what you've been kind of looking forward to hear, hear my thoughts on. So, um, yeah. Um, I, it's weird. I think it's a great game, Manny. I do. Mm-hmm. Like, I think visually it's great. I mean, it's fun to play. Um, I, I think it's fun to like, just like shooting and just kind of running around uh, leveling up the guns, but there is something missing. I, yeah. I, I, do you have know what that is? Or are you just in general? Uh, no. And I, I did spend quite a bit of time this week just like thinking about like, like it's, like I'm enjoying, I enjoyed my time with it. I think it's a great game. I would say it's a five out of five. But like, just something felt like it was missing a little bit. And I, I thought about this. I think the thing is, it was a PS5 exclusive. It and because I really kind of thought about like, what about this experience really screamed like next generation? Like, why couldn't this have been a PS4 game? And I, I don't think I think it could have easily been a PS4. Uh, it could have. It would have looked a lot worse. I mean, sure, it would have looked worse, and especially with the controller, it wouldn't have been as good because, like that, it definitely they definitely put a lot of time into the controls, like making every gun feel very different with the dual sense. Yeah, but like even then, like I just the gameplay itself, I, I, and to say it would have looked a lot worse, I don't think that's true. Oh, it one thousand percent. There are so many things in that game that they could not have done on a PS4. Go back and play that the 2016 Ratchet and Clank and tell me that that's a bad looking game. I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad looking game, but like the way that the ray tracing works in that game, obviously that cannot happen on a PS4 because it can't support that. And it right, would, it wouldn't have it would that, make the but... it would make the frame rate dump to like fucking five. Uh, also, like also just the way the fur textures look, the way that the grappling hook thing works to take you into the rifts, like they pro- that would have in most cases been a load screen and I don't that know would it, have made that a way worse experience. I think I, that probably yes, but they still don't do that enough that I think I thought I was expecting that to happen a lot more. Uh, I mean, over the course of like a 10 hour game, I think that happens quite often. I guess it, it, to me, it didn't seem like it was happening enough that it would like it. Would, I don't know. Like the, to me, I think the big thing is having played, like ratchet and clank one and two for the first time this year mm-hmm. and then playing this i was like i don't see how there was like this like profound difference between the, the games well i mean i feel that way about every ratchet and clank game so like I so, 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 right i'm just saying like that kind of made me sad a little bit that it's like man in a lot of ways this is just like a really good looking ps2 game uh yeah i mean but i like yeah, that, that's what Ratchet and Clank has been forever to be, though. So, like, that's sure, why I think that. I don't like it as much as a lot of people did, for sure. 
but I, I guess the big thing is just like it being a PS5 game. I was just like expecting like something that really screamed like this is the next generation, at least like gameplay wise. And I just didn't really get anything out like get a feeling for that. No, I mean, like Returnal was that thing. Sure, I guess. And um, I, I don't know. I, you know, obviously I didn't play Returnal and I don't think I would like Re- Returnal anyway. But yeah. Uh, but no, I mean, I really did enjoy the game itself. It had great charm. Um, I liked Rivet. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the story had, was a little hokey at times where it's like, oh, this is maybe just like a little too positive. But it's definitely meant to be more like a chill. It's 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 meant to feel more like a kid's movie in some ways anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I, I did enjoy my time with it. And I, I do think like, it, like the music's very forgettable. Like I kind of stopped playing that game Thursday or Friday, and I I can't think of like any of the music in the game. Uh, but like the audio design is very well done, especially with like all the guns like sound very different and they feel very different with the Dual Sense. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did definitely. I remember reading an article saying like they spent a lot of time just making it so like every gun will feel different, and I, I that is definitely the case in this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's short as well. Yeah, but I mean, I most Ratchet and Clank games are not very long. Um, I I the first couple are much longer. I mean, I I one hundred percented this game in like twelve hours. Yeah, and I like I've spent like twenty five hours in the first one, and I still have stuff I could do in it. I mean, but is that because of? like there's actually that much content or is it like weirdly padded out in a way that like, it's just because there's a bunch of quality of life stuff missing from a PS2 game. I think it's two things. One there's, there are more worlds. Oh yeah. And then also like the games were harder back then. Mm, mm -hmm. This was a really easy game. Yeah. I, which I think like when you really look at the PS3 era, I think one of the biggest changes that happened to games in general is like, Games started to be made to be finished. Yes, for sure. And and this game is very much like that, where it's just like, I played this on just the normal difficulty. And I don't think I really like the only time I, I think I died a couple times. And that was where I was just like stubbornly using weapons. Cause like I had ammo for them and I wanted to level them up where if I was just like using my level fives, like I don't think I would have died once. No, I, died several times and it was because of like weird fucked up problems with like going off a jump wrong mm. and then uh the game would not respawn me and i had to unplug my ps5 so yeah I didn't, it was a true death i did not have anything like that yeah but i mean like that was probably all patched out and stuff uh, i definitely yeah. do okay. remember seeing some like uh glitchy errors and glitch issues uh at launch mm-hmm uh i like yeah i don't know man like the further away i get from that game the less i care about it i guess like i still like the last ratchet and clank game i played was a ps3 game and i thought that game was a better game Mm. so i yeah i don't know uh yeah i i mean i don't really have anything negative to say about it i i think it'll be It'll probably end up in my top five at the end of the year. But I, I don't, as I said, I think for me, I was just kind of hoping for a little bit more. Mm. Um, I don't think they can get more out of Ratchet and Clank personally. Like, I don't know that there's anything they can do to it to be like, ha ha, this is it for a new generation. Like it would have to not be a 3d platformer at that point. 
Sure. And, and I get that. Um, I, I guess to me, like, I, I think the biggest thing is, like, I just don't fully understand why this couldn't have been a PS4 game. Uh, so that they could sell PS5s. Sure. And make it look good. I mean, it looked great. I, 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 but like to me, like I don't care about the graphics as much. I mean, like I went back and played like the PS2 games, like, and I've been playing playing PS3 games all summer. Like, graphics are just not like a big selling point to me. Of like, I want like really compelling gameplay. Like, and not that the gameplay wasn't compelling, but it's just one of those things where like graphics are just not the priority for me. Personally. Yeah. So, graphics are nice to look at, but like you know. I I would much rather take like a really fun game, and that's something like I I really do feel like I could have played this game on my PS4 and like had a very at about the same level of fun with it. So yeah, I like for me if it was on PS4, I definitely would not have played it. I think is like the other part of it because like to me also Ratchet and Clank like I feel like it reached its logical conclusion like several games ago at this point. So I just yeah I don't know man. I, for me, like I definitely, I, I, I've been holding off playing three and like going going through because I knew I wanted to play this one. Yeah, I didn't want to burn out on Ratchet and Clank before playing this, mm-hmm. uh, but I will be going back and replaying three, and then I'll probably go to the PS3 games at some point over the next couple years. Yeah, but like uh, that that first one that had like the Clank like weird time puzzle things was, I really liked that game, and like I they do some stuff in those PS3 games. It's just like, Oh, this is like a, could be a good stopping point for this franchise. And then they just like keep going in a way that makes me feel like, well, they, we, don't, I mean, they, we don't need this anymore. They did stop for the PS4 era. Yeah, exactly. And like, I, maybe there was a reason for that. Uh, uh, not that this game is bad. Like, I think it's a no, fine no. game, but it's just one of those things where I don't know. Like they stopped making Jack and Dexter. Yeah, they and they stopped making Sly Cooper. Although there's exactly. rumors of a new Sly Cooper as well. Oh, I, I the last Sly Cooper ended pretty definitively for me. But I, you know, I guess I wouldn't say no to another one. But no, I mean, like the, it seems like they like it started up like this year, so it's like oh. several years away. But like yeah. it does seem like a Sly Cooper is coming. Hmm. I don't think it's Sucker Punch, but I well, think yeah, someone is working on a Sly Cooper. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, like, I, I did enjoy my time with uh, Ratchet and Clank. It's just, I think for me, I just had unrealistic expectations of, like, it being a PS5 game. Because, like, I look in, like, because Horizon Zero Dawn, or, like, Horizon Forbidden West and God of War, they're going to be PS4, PS5. I think that, that sets certain expectations for what to expect for that game. Mm-hmm. Hearing, like, this is a PS5 game, I don't know. To me, it just made me think, like, it was, like, I was expecting a little more from it. Yeah, but I mean, if you weren't going into it looking for graphics, and th- I mean, like to me, that was like the only thing that would have been improved sure, by having sure. it be on a PS5. So. Which I mean, it it kind of just makes me depressed of like, I guess like video games and like this this new generation is just like they're just better looking PS4 games or like Xbox One games, and then like the PS4 was just like better looking PS3 games. So it's just one of those things where I just feel like games have kind of stagnated a little bit as well. Uh, yeah. And I mean, a lot of that has to do with 
sequels to already existing franchises being so prominent all the time too yes but then at the same time i feel like a hypocrite because like i'm so excited about forza horizon 5 and that is (laughs) the most derivative of four so like i don't know like i i I don't know i don't maybe it's just because i played like this is my third ratchet and clank game this year yeah i i I don't know they're like but I, I still really I don't want to make it seem like I didn't enjoy my time with it. I really did enjoy my time with it. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. You know, I, I I can't help but think like I should have just been able to play this game at launch on my PS4. Yes, I, load times would have been way worse because like that game virtually has like no load times. No, yeah. Um, and it wouldn't have looked as good. I'm not saying it would have looked as good, but that game's like strength is its art direction and not necessarily just like the graphics. Yeah, I mean, that's true, too. I think there are some scenes in that game that also would not have, like, been possible on the PS4 stuff. Like, when the giant robot is uh, doing all his wild shit, the amount of stuff on the screen is... Oh, yeah, like, there definitely would have been, like, frame rate issues on a base base PS4. Yeah. But, like, that's one of those things where, like, that never bothers me as much as it does you. Yeah, I mean, but those problems should not exist anymore. I, you can't say that i mean i can't they shouldn't like that we are at a point where like unless your game is going to look fucking photorealistic you should not be having frame rate problems like that anymore especially on current gen hardware i mean like uh uh what was the game that i played um oh fist that had some serious frame rate issues and yeah that also like that is the probably optimization stuff yeah that would have been their end yeah because I mean, yes, I was playing on my base PS4, but it it was not any graphical powerhouse. No, yeah, and that's just like that is a programming issue at that point. Not just like, hey, we are trying to push this thing too far, and it can't yeah, do it. It was not a case of they were trying to push it too far. It just... Whereas, yeah, like control was that. Like it was just like, hey, we are trying to do too many things that maybe we should not have been doing. At uh, this that point. and uh, Star Wars was like extremely unoptimized that same year. Yeah, you, that's so weird. I had no issues with that game at all. <laughs> I remember when I, I remember that when I came up a, a the elevator and then everyone was just like t posing. Yeah. Oh man, that was such a oh that game. Yeah, I played that on a PS4 Pro and I had like no issues really. And I yeah, and I played on my Xbox One S. So. <sighs> I don't know. Uh, but yeah, uh, Ratchet and Clank. It definitely. I, I'm happy. I finally got to play it, and it, it's definitely going to be my top ten list. Um, it. Uh, but yeah, I, I had a lot of fun with it. Do you remember any of the weapons? If like you had one that you really liked, or the pinball one, I was a big fan of. It was that the Ricochet. You couldn't pay me to remember the names of those guns at this well, point. I don't, I don't know, think. Like, what the, the pinball is. It was just like you would literally shoot a pinball out and then you would keep pushing the button and it would bounce off and go back in. That's the ricochet. Okay. Yeah, but, yeah because it would go better. it would go from enemy to enemy. Yes, and it was also very nice for the the enemies that had shields. Yes, for sure. Um, do you remember like the worlds which one you liked the best? Again, <laughs> like I feel wow. like I remember absolutely nothing about that game because there was like the pirate world. Uh, the pirate world was cool. I remember that. But that's also like because you're returning there from the isn't that the pirate world that is in um, Quest for Booty? 
Um, I don't think so, but maybe. Uh, I thought it was because it's the same pirate guy. Oh yeah, probably is. Then I didn't even put those two together. Um, but yeah, I I don't remember like liking any of the worlds more than others. I remember the one I did not like very much was the one where you keep going back and forth between the dimensions and like yeah. the, the mining one. Yeah, that one just because like it was kind of a pain to get around. Yeah, and I that one I just did that didn't really compel me that much. I don't think. I will say there was a weird glitch I had where on the pirate world, if you went through one of the quests, you got like the item that like then kind of like showed all like the the gold bolts and everything on the map. Mm -hmm. I died like shortly after that because of a platforming thing Mm -hmm. and it like reset and I had to like go back through and like open up that chest again and get that item. Oh, weird. That was really weird. Um, Yeah. But, like, that is one thing that I would say definitely quality of life that I didn't have to, like, pull up, like, YouTube, like, videos and, like, find the gold bolts. Rather, it, they were just, like, on the map themselves. Yeah, I just had to do that for the teddy bears. I I thought about doing that for the teddy bears, and I was like, I, I think I'm okay. I don't need to get the platinum for this game, so. Yeah. It's, like, one of the easiest platinums ever, I think. Uh, yeah, I think because you, you don't have to do challenge mode. You don't have to like have a ridiculous amount of bolts like a lot of the previous ones. No, like the the, the first one you had to have a million bolts. Yeah. And so but like this one, yeah, like all you have to really do is like start a new game and then just kind of play through like yeah, that intro sequence. Minutes, yeah. Which was not bad at all to get like the last two items mm-hmm. or the last two weapons, I should say. Yeah. Some, I know I definitely want to like spend a little uh, like just like thinking about it a little bit more Um, and kind of the next thing is now I got to kind of figure out what I want to play next because I wrapped up uh, you know Far Cry and Infamous and definitely gonna be playing Forza but I don't know what I'm gonna play uh, you know other than that so Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, yeah uh, that was that's my thoughts on uh, Ratchet and Clank it's a great game I would say it's definitely a five out of five um I don't love it like a son, though, Manny. Yeah, I know. That's sad. (laughs) Maybe I'll love a Forza Horizon 5 like a son. Yes. Hopefully. 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 (laughs) Uh, Did you want to do a semi-shortish part three? Uh, I will say no at this point, I think. I think we can say if you want to do it on Friday for the regular scheduled time. So, yep. Perfect. So okay, yeah, just because I gotta eat and stuff now, right? And right. if we're gonna play Mario Party, I mean, yeah, I I ate before the podcast because I don't like to podcast and be hungry. That makes sense. I try to not eat until after the podcast. Not that I try to, I just don't because I'm just, an idiot. Yes. Uh, well, you also like I love food way more than you do. So, uh, yeah, that I mean that's probably true. It's I, not probably. I, I it definitely bad. is. I, people love food so much more than me. And I like, I think part of it is just like, I don't care. And I feel, I feel the same way that you don't care about pictures and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I just like, people are like, oh, isn't this like amazing in this? Like, oh my God. And I'm just like, it's fine. I don't know. I feel uh, the same yeah. way about nature. Like, people bring you to like, oh, look at this beautiful view. And I'm like, yeah, I guess. Like, I'm fucking I, in the trees, right? Uh, like, I don't know. 
I, I've seen like this stuff. Like Forza looks great. I don't need to go outside, you know. <laughs> exactly. I was like, I could be cruising around Mexico uh, from my uh, own home. I, uh-huh. Who needs to go there? Uh, yeah. So I, I feel like that about food. But recently, I've been feeling that about nature because people are like you want to go for a fucking hike, and I'm like, absolutely not. No, I don't. Uh, but yeah, I. So we will be back on Friday with the regularly scheduled podcast action. Mm-hmm. We will we will have a part three. Um, yeah, I don't want to go to work tomorrow. That's my my final take. Well, you haven't you haven't worked in like over a week now. Right? It's true. I have over two hundred emails. Oh, you should just not open up your email. <laughs> just not go to work. Pretend. I agree, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have the emails if you don't look at them. That is true. Uh, so yeah, I have that to look forward to, but. Um, Today, I'm probably going to eat and then play some Forza and then maybe Mario Party. Um, so that'll do it for us this week. As always, the theme song is Sting Operation by the man Anamanaguchi. They are an excellent chiptune band. Uh, you should check them out. And we will be back in a little less than a week this time. Peace out. <laughs>